You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast, episode 115. Hey guys, did you hear my epic podcast about getting unstuck from a health rut? Learn the four powerful ways and download the free cheat sheet handout. It's episode 106, so check it out. And if you find value in it, share it with a friend. Hey, it's Eric Sue. I quickly wanted to thank all my longtime listeners for your continued support. I also wanted to say hi to any first-time listener. No matter who you are, I am committed to providing you the best health and wellness information possible. If you like what you hear, share it with a friend. Also, rate and review this show on iTunes or Stitcher so more people can find us. Let's keep this movement growing. Thanks again, and now on to the show. Health tips, wellness advice, no hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue the show that inspires, motivates, and educates you towards your healthiest life. And now, your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a high-energy health coach with us today. Her name is Sheila Peterson. We'll be talking about how to train your mind to be bigger than your excuses. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Sheila. Sheila, are you ready to make it happen? I'm ready, Eric. Awesome. Sheila has helped people transform their personal and professional lives via her newsletters, seminars, private one-on-one coaching, and blog. She is a graduate of the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. She has began her own holistic health and lifestyle practice called Life Elemental five years ago to help men women, and children feel empowered and accountable to make better food and lifestyle choices. She has a passion for helping people negative change and make it fun. She loves sharing what she knows with those eager to learn and grow. Sheila, that was just a little bit about who you are. Can you share with us a little bit more on how you got started? Absolutely, Eric. Thank you so much for the introduction. So I got started on my uh, health coaching journey uh, out, of an, out of my own personal experience. I had a lot of pain come up in my body, and after going to different therapies and doctors and trying different modalities of uh, wellness treatments, I really discovered that it wasn't until I started to take a look at my food, uh, understand how to read ingredient labels, learn how to pronounce those things. And if I couldn't, I I sort of thought to myself, well, why am I eating this? I don't even know what this is. So not just the food, though. Um, It was also, you know, who I was associating with, my friends, my family, my personal relationships, but also my career and my professional relationships. And I would just ask myself at the end of the day, am I feeling engaged and energized in these relationships or am I feeling drained and sort of a toxic relationship? Uh, being. And so, you know, really taking a look as a health coach, I practice the holistic approach to wellness. And I really look at things from a physical, a mental, an emotional, and a spiritual perspective, addressing the whole self. And so it's not just the one thing. So, of course, once I started changing my food and changing my relationships, then I started to see other areas of my life uh, come into balance, and I felt happier and more positive. And I thought, well, once I'm having this shift for me, how can I go out and share this with the world? And so I began uh, researching schools and came across the Institute for Integrative Nutrition 
And I thought it was, of course, too good to be true. Um, but I knew I had a story and I knew I had a passion and I wanted to share that with the world. Very good. Excellent story. Um, let's learn a little bit more about you, Sheila. And what's one cool or unique fact about yourself? My audience really loves hearing this answer. Sure. I think, you know, that's a great question. And I think stepping out from a from a 20-year corporate background, I had no idea what I was getting myself into as an entrepreneur. Um, and so I really had to uh, figure out who was going to be my support, who was going to be my new community. Um, but most importantly, the first thing I did was I hired a mindset coach. And she really helped me get into the, the space of choosing how I want to feel every day when I wake up. And that might seem very far-fetched to some people, but you actually do have a choice on how you want to feel when you wake up in the morning. We just don't think about asking ourselves those kind of questions. So how do you want to feel when you wake up today? And I ask myself that, and I want to, I want to feel happy. And so then I go about my day um, and set up my day to engage in happiness. Um, and so it's really about, I think, reframing your mindset and the mindset is like once you change your thinking, you can change your life. And so that's sort of the approach I take to my day. And that's what I help others uh, see from a different perspective as well. Very cool. Excellent. I um, want to get into this topic of how to train your mind to be bigger than your excuses. And this is actually a, a blog you've written on your website as well. And I think it's actually a great topic. Uh, for us to talk about today. And so um, share with us what you have written and, and what is about this topic. How do you describe it to others and how do you help them? Absolutely. It's a great question. And, you know, we all have excuses. And I feel like for a little bit in the beginning of my coaching five years ago, I was getting away from the food. You know, I was getting away from a lot of the nutrition and the dietary theories, which I had learned because I realized it was so much about the mindset. And one of my clients actually said, if I don't get my mind right, I can't get the things on my plate right. And I said, well, if you don't get the things on your plate right, how can you get your head right? So mm. again, it's all connected. And I feel like we all have excuses. For example, if we're going to uh, make a healthy lifestyle change, you know, some of the ones we all hear are, well, I don't have enough time. Um, I don't have enough energy or I don't have enough money or it costs too much or it takes too much time to plan and prepare meals. But when you really shift your perspective, right, we can't see our blind spot. And I always love to use the analogy, if you were to get in your car right now and drive from Chicago to LA, would you know how to get there without your GPS turned on? Probably not. And so I look at health the same way. And if you're not taking that time and in, in creating that space in your week to prepare and plan your food and, and prepare and plan your schedule, um, that you're not, you're not approaching health in the right way, I don't feel like. So it's really important to, to figure out what are your excuses and, and take responsibility for those and own those. Um, and I think just deciding that enough is enough and you've got to decide. You know, once you make a decision, that decision should be non-negotiable. And so, you know, of course, it's, there's a lot of fear that comes up with that, right? And so when you're deciding that you want to make this change, you fear loss, like what am I going to have to give up? 
or what if I do this and it doesn't work out? Um, or what if, uh, you know, the process is so arduous that I just can't possibly vision myself there. So that's one of the key pieces I feel like. If you can't vision yourself once you've achieved that outcome, then you won't be successful. And so that's what I help people do is really break down those obstacles and those barriers of, of what's keeping them stuck or overwhelmed and take them from point A to point B. So where they are today, and then reaching that success for themselves. Very good. I, I preach the whole decide thing, because without deciding, you really don't know, um, I guess, where you stand sometimes, the current situation. Um, Absolutely. And, and being yeah. aware of that, uh, to be able to make a decision to where you want to be is really great. Uh, is, is there a way that you help people um, figure out how to decide or um, figure out this whole part? Sure. Yeah, that brings me to my next. Absolutely. That brings me to my next point, which is it takes practice, right? So, so this change is, is hard work. And we have all our, our patterns and our habits and our beliefs and our thoughts um, stemming from our childhood, right? But it takes time and practice to really um, stop wasting time and moving forward. And so it's really starting with the first hour of your day. Um, do you create that? Maybe you only have 10 minutes, but can you create that sacred space for yourself to meditate or to journal or to just sit and have a cup of coffee or tea um, and really vision out what you want your day to be like? And so I think getting in a consistent practice of that Again, if you only have five or 10 minutes a day, it's better than nothing. So first upon waking up, you know, don't go right to your telephone. Don't go turn on the news. Um, start with something positive within that you can, um, can really benefit from. And like I said, it takes practice. And once you do something consistently over time, now you've built that new habit. And I think we're all wired to want this quick fix, right? We want everything right now and yesterday. But ideally, that's, that's really, we need to get away from that mentality. Um, and we need to just start one thing at a time. And that's a really key point is sometimes we want to take on all these different things, but then that leads to overwhelm. And so I really, of course, as a coach, I want to get you there quickly too. So, but it's just mastering that one skill and then building upon that. So for some people, it's just as simple as drinking water every day. And so once you can master that, then you can start adding on, and I like to call it a habit hook. So we hook on um, one habit that we've mastered, we hook another habit onto that. So for example, if you're going to get in the car in the morning and drop your kids off at school, habit hook that with going to the gym right after that. So now you've created that healthy habit of every time you're taking your kids to school, now you've got that healthier thing that you're doing for yourself. Very good. I was going to say what other examples could you share with us? And that was a great one. Because um, I can picture people just waking up and not knowing exactly what to do. For, for, for us that, that may not have uh, this knowledge, what, what could you say the simple thing to do for someone who just woke up and want to create this new practice? Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny. I shared this practice, practice with someone yesterday, um, and they say, every night I get up at 2 in the morning to go to the bathroom. And I said, okay, well, you know, how much water do you drink in the morning when you first get up? And they said, none. Um, they drink more towards the afternoon and evening, which is causing them to be interrupted in the middle of the night, right? Mm -hmm. So my simple tip for that is as soon as you get up in the morning, drink one to two glasses of water, then have your coffee. So, so force yourself to have those, those glasses of water before your coffee and train your brain to get in that new habit. 
taper off the water in the afternoon and have little to none one to two hours before you go to bed, literally in within a couple of days, you'll start to see that you're getting uninterrupted sleep. I mean, it's such a simple thing, but we don't often check in with ourselves sometimes. We're, we're just on autopilot and we let our calendar and our to-do list run our lives instead of taking ownership and creating a new way to prioritize our health. Hmm. So, so, um, if we can go back for a second and, and talk about training the mind, is it just pretty much in, I don't know, in, in simple terms, thinking about setting up the water, thinking about drinking the water? Is that pretty much um, sort of the logic? Pretty much. I mean, sometimes it's as simple as that. It's just people aren't getting hydrated enough. Now, there could be more complex cases, but I think, you know, when you take a, when you look at health from, um, you know, where am I going to get my water today? Where am I going to get my fruits and vegetables? Where am I going to get my protein? And you start to see the grocery store, you start to see all these convenience and snack stores um, in a different light, right? You realize like these things are not whole foods. They're not adding to my health and they're not getting me closer to, let's say, weight loss, for example. So I think it's really checking in with, you know, what, what are the habits that you do every single day and ask yourself, are they working for you or are they working against you? Mm, very good. Um, and then once someone has mastered these simple practices, whether it be drinking water in the morning or going to the gym after dropping off the kids and so forth, is there something else? Yeah, I feel like then you start to you start to really get in touch with that feeling of feeling good because no one would choose to feel bad. It's just we with all the the stress and the um, people who are out of work-life balance and the travel and kids and there's just so much going on with technology this day and age of trying to keep up with everything and trying to to manage our schedules and keep organized. Um, I think it's it's in our best interest to start taking a look at what's working for us and what's not. And again, I think a lot of us are we're just on autopilot. I know I was uh, when I worked my corporate corporate job. You know, I literally would leave no time for me. Uh, to get to my desk by 9 a.m. And I would then go to Starbucks and I'd come back and sit at my desk and sit on conference calls all day. And then at four o'clock, we'd shut down and we'd go to the bar for happy hour. I mean, we were just on autopilot. And so now today, my life is completely different where I take the first two hours of the day. And that might sound extreme, but I've created a life as an entrepreneur so that I could build my business around the life that I wanted to live. So I do get up earlier. And that's, that's a key point too, is, you know, we say we don't have the time. Well, then we need to make the time. And the, the only way I see it is to get up earlier um, and take advantage of that morning. So really, once you're, you're in that practice, then you start to transform, you start to feel good, you start to feel the results of the hard work that you're you're doing by implementing these things. Yeah, you know, I have to say that I get a lot of people still saying they don't have time or can't have uh, enough time to work out. And um, yes. is that one of the big excuses you hear too? It's such a big excuse. And you know what I, my, my response to that is, you know, how much do you value yourself? How much do you value your health? Because I feel like if you don't have your health, what do you have? And a lot of times we need to take action preventatively and proactively and not wait till things get too late. 
um, down the road where we've got a pre-diabetic diagnosis or we've got a cancer or, you know, some other illness that, that, it, that may be preventable by our food choices and our exercise choices. And I think it's really getting clear to, to your point on what is your vision and what is your goal. Again, if you can't achieve, you can't, um, if you can't see yourself achieving that outcome, like 10 pounds of weight loss or, you know, something like that, then you're never going to get there. And that's one of the great benefits of working with a personal trainer like yourself or a coach. We can see those blind spots. We can see where um, you're getting hung up and stuck. And we can break those tasks down into more achievable steps so that you're set back on the right path. Excellent. Very good. I totally agree with that. And um, I see on this blog you have something called Transform. Yes. Yeah, so I think in order to change your life, you must change your thinking, and you've got to start training your mind to be bigger than your excuses. And so one of those things I mentioned earlier was fear. A lot of times we have a fear, but we need to understand what is that fear? Because most time it's just a limiting belief that's keeping you stuck. Um, and I think that if you, for me, I like to create an acronym for fear, which I write about in the article. And for me, fear is just false evidence appearing real. So for example, if I'm going to give a talk in front of a large group of people that I've never met, I'll start to get butterflies in the stomach, right? And, and I'll think, oh, I'm so nervous. And, you know, what if this? And, you know, your brain just starts to take over. But if you can reframe that and think, wow, this is so exciting. I'm so fortunate to be able to speak in front of these people and share my message. This is the whole reason I got into being an entrepreneur as a health coach, right? And so I think we, we just, again, we don't realize how good we could feel yet. And I never got those butterflies when I was going to my nine to five. So that's how I know that I'm in the right place doing the right thing. I constantly stretch myself outside of that comfort zone. And I teach other people to do that. Like, you're, you're not going to die, you know, uh, a bear's not chasing you. And so, so really, what is it that you're so afraid of? You know, do you, do you need to build a support around for, uh, for yourself? Do you need to be in a community where there's other like-minded people that would help you and cheer you on? Um, so that's really the power of transforming. I think a lot of times we just, we stay stuck and we complain and we get in that that negative cycle. And I think we need to, to step outside of that by starting small and reframing and being vulnerable and getting out there and knowing that this is hard work. And if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Hmm. Um, what would you say to those who are listening that have this fear of um, maybe not losing weight, but f this fear of not losing the weight? Do you know what I mean? I do. Yes. And I think really if you're if you're not achieving your goals, I feel that you're not telling enough people around you or you may not be surrounded in the right community of people that are bringing you to the next level. And so I think it's really really important to to have a goal and to have a vision and to get some clarity around it. And that's one of the first things I did was hire a coach and I've hired business coaches. I really believe in, I can't see my own blind spots, therefore I need someone else to point those things out for me. And as an entrepreneur, it can get quite lonely at times when you're working from home and you're, you're a solo practitioner. And so 
I'm constantly in the practice of getting out and going to work at a coffee shop or getting out and going to networking events and forcing myself to get out there and meet new people and talk to new people and join groups where those people are thriving, right? And that's where I see myself. So I want to connect with those people and I want to learn and grow from those people. And, so and, I think that's the best thing you could do. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that um, really that I, I find that those who are afraid of not achieving an outcome, um, that's one of the biggest excuses not to do things, but I think um, it's their comfort zone that, that causes them to say that, I think. Would you agree or no? I would agree. Yes, I think, you know, there's a quote, what, that nothing ever happens in your comfort zone or something like that. Mm. But it, it's true. And I think, I think what's, you have to weigh the benefits. Uh, you know, I think sometimes we, we, we always go to the, oh, what are we going to have to give up? But, but if you can reframe that, what, are you, what would you gain if you did this? What would life look like for you if you actually lost the 20 pounds that you've been wanting to lose for 10 years? Sure, you might lose some friends because they're going to be jealous of you, quite frankly, um, because they see you excelling and they can't quite see themselves excelling. So there may be that case where you're, you're afraid you're going to lose your friends, and that's, that's valid. Um, but think of the new friends and the new community that you're going to align and attract and, and continue on that path to leading a healthier life. Excellent. Very good. Um, great point. And I think it's always a good reminder for people to hear, um, not, not only from me, but from others like yourself who, who've gone through the process, had the experiences, uh, have coached others. And um, I think it's very important to hear it, if not uh, once a year, twice a year, or how many times you need to hear it. But um, it is quite, quite powerful and, and um, significant for, for people to um keep this in mind um yes so so if you were to kind of quickly summarize the i guess the three steps or is there more oh there's tons more but for this call today i'll just summarize the three for for this topic um yeah so how can you train your mind to be bigger than your excuses i think the first one is just to decide make the decision and make it non-negotiable and have an accountability partner um, you know, tell your closest circle of five friends because they really want to see you succeed. So keep sharing that. Um, it's, remember, it's not easy, but once you decide, then you have a goal and a vision and you can start breaking that down into achievable steps to get you there. I think the second point is to practice just doing something consistently. They say it takes 21 days to create a new habit, so you can use that mindset as well. Just do something every day and start small. I think starting with five or ten minutes is better than doing nothing. And pretty soon, if you get off that pattern for a couple of days, you'll notice how you feel, and that will be your trigger to get back to that practice. Finally, I think the the end uh, goal is to just transform. Um, Again, in order to change your life, I think you have to change your, your thinking and your way of doing things and start by assessing from the morning, uh, the time you wake up, what are the habits that you do? I drink coffee, I eat breakfast, I take the dog out, I shower, I get to work, etc. Journal out your entire day from morning till night, and then start asking yourself next to each task, what's working for me? Does this feel good? How can I shift one thing in my day that would make me feel better? 
Excellent. Very good points. And for this uh, episode, I think uh, let's keep it simple. Uh, let's have people uh, focus in on these three points. Um, how to decide or make a decision, decide on what you want. Uh, put some uh, skills in practice um, and uh, use use your overcome your fear, my men, mental mindset to to transform. And, and so I think those are great points. Um, so Sheila, let me let me ask you this. Uh, these are some fun questions. Uh, getting towards the end of the show, how fast time flies, right? But um, it flies when you're having fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about um, how people can get a hold of you? Uh, first of all, absolutely. So first of all, you can go to my website. It's www.lifeelemental.com. I love posting pictures on social media, so you can follow me on Twitter at Life Elemental, and then also on Instagram at Health Coach Sheila. And if you want to see live video, I'm happy to answer any questions or uh, topics that you're interested in on Periscope live every Monday at 4 p.m. Central. Excellent. Very good. And um, you uh, referenced a lot of people. I, I want to say that uh, when we've talked in our pre-show, you had mentioned some um, great authors and, and coaches. Um, can you name a few that you um, would recommend if anyone wants to look into this whole topic? Absolutely, yes. I follow quite a few people. Um, the biggest mentor that I follow and have seen him live is Brendan Burchard. He is a high-performance coach, speaker, author, blogger. I mean, you name it, this man has done it. He's a total powerhouse. Uh, he's so motivating, and if you ever get the chance to see him live, I would absolutely recommend that. Uh, if not, definitely check out his books. Um, two of my favorites are The Charge and Motivation Manifesto. Uh, let's see, who else? Mm -hmm. I would say I just got done reading You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero, and it's How to Stop Doubting Yourself and Live an Awesome Life. Um, that's a great one. It's really funny. I hated to say that the, the book had to come to an end, but it did, and um, it was a great, great book. Another one of my favorites was The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Um, this was a fantastic thing to figure out your life's purpose and to figure out yourself on a, on a discovery that he takes you through in the book of where you're feeling stuck and how you can recognize that and just power through and get to the next level. So yeah, those are, those are three I could go on, but those sure. are my top three for today. Excellent. Excellent. And they're all listed on your website as well. So, um, great, great, uh, suggestions. Um, finally, um, if someone's listening to this, basically, who would be a good client for you? Yes, absolutely. I would say the, the perfect fit of a client for me who is somebody that is ready to make a change. Um, they're open to trying new things. Uh, they're just overwhelmed and confused by all of the information out there. You know, you could certainly search Google for any ailment that might come up in your life, but really having that one-on-one -on -one connection with somebody in a, in a safe non-judgmental space um, is perfect for me. Someone who's willing to share um, and be vulnerable. And that's how, how the relationship will flow. Um, and it's a mirror, right? So I'm helping somebody achieve a big goal in their life. It's only propelling me in my uh, world as well. So 
Um, I worked with, I, I coach kids as young as eight years old, and my my eldest adult in my private practice is 65. So it's not an age. Um, it's not even like I, I coach a lot of millennials as well. So not to label things, but it's really just someone who who wants some perspective on how they can be their best. And so that may start with nutrition and the food on their plate, or it may you know, correlate into another area of their life, like their relationships and their friends or, or things like that. So holistic approach, just approaching things from a uh, whole body person, um, physically, mental, emotionally, spiritually, because all things are connected at the end of the day. So you could eat all the organic produce in the world, but if the rest of your life is out of balance, how much does it matter? Mm, very good. Um, yeah. My audience, go back and listen to that last two minutes <laughs> if you want to get some advice, <laughs> free advice. But anyhow, um, Sheila, this was a great uh, podcast as I knew it would be. I really appreciate you being open to sharing. And um, hey, if anyone's in the Chicago land, actually, you can uh, contact Sheila anytime, right? Pretty much. You do Skype and stuff, you said. I do. I have private clients here in Chicago, but I also am not limited to Chicago. I have gotten into this field to help people all over the world. So I do phone uh, consultations as well as video. So don't let that stop you if you're not in Chicago. Very good. Excellent. Uh, like I said, uh, I knew it would be a great podcast full of information. Um, hope, hopefully we can maybe do this again. Uh, we'll see what, how that goes. Uh, for now, this is uh, the end, and I really appreciate Sheila for your knowledge, time, and wisdom. Thank you so much, Eric. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you, so stay active and be safe.